Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is July 25th. This is Season 2, Episode 4. My name is Dan Curry. I am in Lansing, Michigan with Clinton Brower. How are you, Clinton? I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm a little stressed. Got to move soon. Yeah. Some things going on at work that are busy. But, right. You know, not too bad. All right. Good, good. Uh, Neil, how are you over in there in New York City? Oh, kind of the same as Clinton, but we're we're, we're looking up. Everything's everything's going well. Uh, I'm not in the intense heat wave that I think you guys got in Michigan as well. Um, everything's everything's looking up. Yeah, since we got to do our weather update, it's actually been slightly cooler here. It's yeah. been like high as 75, which is pretty. Yeah, it's been pretty nice. It's been really nice. Uh, I'm doing all right. I had a loss in my family, but uh, other than that, everything's okay, I guess. Our, so. Our condolences. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, you know, you know how it goes. Old people, they pass away. So it sucks when they do, but we're moving on and we're gonna have fun today. Uh, yeah, what have you guys are. been? What'd you say? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I insulted your dead relative. I thought, no, I, I thought you said drink PBR. <laughs> I was like, what a sad commercial. That's called in, integrated marketing. <laughs> Your grandma died? Here, have a PBR. Have a PBR. <laughs> drink responsibly. <laughs> uh, uh, what have you guys been playing? Uh, Overwatch, of course. Mm-hmm. There's a new hero coming out soon. They're yeah. changing all the rules around. So None of that's happened yet, but it will soon. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm excited for the change. I think it was almost smart the way they did it because I don't know how you guys feel, but when I know something new is coming out in a game, such as Overwatch or when I played Hearthstone before, I had a hard time playing it mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh, all this is going to be different in two weeks or whatever yeah. it is. And I would just be so excited for the new thing. I'd get drained on the old thing. Yeah. But right now they're doing the Summer Games event. And in addition to their having this overarching event that lasts a month or whatever, they also have these mini events every week where if you win nine games, excuse me, you get an epic skin. And that has actually kept me playing it. Mm-hmm. I like how they did that. Mm-hmm. They're not like the most rare skins of the batch, but they're. Right. And so should they be? Good, they're pretty know. good skins. Yeah. Them, so. But are they going to be kind of like. I, I don't know how this works actually because I've got. Un, I've earned all of them, but like the Diva cola skin mm-hmm. and the uh, beset skin can you buy those or are those just like locked out if you didn't play the event and like are these just going to be locked out if you didn't play the event that's a good question um i, was gonna I don't know i unlocked i un- unlocked the cola yeah so I-, I may have missed one what they did it with the two- they did it with uh baptiste anna and diva and now there's the I reaper mean- may or Reinhardt skins. I may have missed the Ana one, so maybe I'll go look okay, um, and see what that situation is. But I think it's a really smart move because I wonder if they see that they lose people when something else is coming up or yeah. you know something like that because it's kept me playing to be like, oh, I'll, I'll earn some skins, maybe play Lucio Ball, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But other than that, I've been playing some Gang Beasts. Mm-hmm. We've all been playing. Yes, Gang Beasts is so fun. Yeah. Um, so out there, if you've ever played Human Fall Flat, it's like that, but you fight each other. If you've never played Human Fall Flat, you're, I think you just need to look it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. You're just a, like pretty much just ragdolling around. Yeah. You're like a, a, you're like 
men made out of putty putty (laughs) people made out of putty i guess you'd be a woman and you try to throw each other off of roofs or into grinders or in front of trains yeah (laughs) i mean they put you can put like outfits on but at your core you're essentially just like a 3d model you know like a clay character model yeah and then you can dress yourself up and stuff but that's kind of how you that's how you look and that's how you interact yeah, and then one button moves your right hand, one move, moves your left hand, one moves your head, one moves your feet, and you're kind of trying to grab each other and throw each other around and knock each other out. It's a it's a ridiculous game. Yeah, a good fun. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of over the top. You, no one can control their characters, so everyone's <laughs> yeah. just like, no, no, it's not what I Right, like even when I see somebody, I'm like, oh, they're pretty good at controlling their characters. It, they're still bad at it. Yeah. Like that's kind of the whole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But other than Gang Beasts, I've been playing um, over or Overwatch. Jeez, oh, Pete's. That's not even what I was trying to say. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but we'll talk about that later. Later, okay. Uh, Neil, you have anything else besides the game you want to talk about later? Mm. Oh, yeah. I didn't even tell you guys this. I Ooh, played, a secret one. I played World of Warcraft. What? Interesting. Uh, I picked a panda. I'm a pandarian. And you can play the first 20 levels for free. Uh, so I basically just played through the tutorial. Everybody's got, like, and it's a, it took a while. Probably, like, I played an hour, two days. What are you, like, level five now? No, I'm higher than that. Um, oh, really? I, but I got through, like, everybody starts in their home island. And I started it in high school, so I kind of know how it goes. But everybody starts in, like, their home territory. Like, the Dark Kettles have a place, as far as I know. And my panda people had a place. So I did all the into, into introductory missions uh, until you get to pick which side of the alliance you're going to fall on. Oh, right. And then right. I stopped. Um, Horde her alliance. Yeah. But uh, that, that was, that was kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. That game is, like, as fun as it is, when you play it with other people, it just, like, amps up by, like, a factor of ten. Mm-hmm. It's just so much more fun with people. Oh, yeah, there's I a lot totally of get that. Yeah. It's interesting. Courtney's been looking for a new game to play. Yeah. Um, she's really struggling to find a new game. She didn't want to spend any money because she feels like we have all these games. So she's playing through the Mass Effect series. She did one, two, and three. And then she went to go play Mass Effect Andromeda. And she was like, do I want to put myself through this? Because <laughs> she was so bummed out. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if that's what we want to do, that's fine. But, like, let's go through because, like, Courtney doesn't sit on the internet and read about games all the time like I do. So it's like, I'll go through games and say, like, you know, this might be a game you'll like if you don't know what it is. And one thing I said, I think you'll like this, but I'm not sure if you'll like it because of the, like, social aspect of it, was Destiny. Because she wanted a game that she could um, shoot stuff and had, like, RPG aspects. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she was like, isn't that, like, an online shooter? And I was like, not really but I don't know how she's going to feel about playing with like two random people you know because they throw you into matches yeah so it'll be interesting but um so did you like World of Warcraft overall Neil? yes um and coming from obviously League of Legends was born from or its style of play was born from uh the the World of Warcraft Uh, so it's, it's fun for me to get back to the uh ADSW and the, and the abilities on the keyboard. I was having a good time. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's simple. Yeah. Um, I can see how it gets kind of. I can already it see starts, how it gets it's, grindy. 
it starts uh, out very simple, but later on, there's once you have a lot of your abilities and things, it definitely mm-hmm. gets more complex. And like, when should I use this? When should I use ability nine of my fifteen versus ability seven or whatever? Right. So it can be kind of intense in that way. And abilities combo together and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think we should play World of Warcraft Classic together for at least a month and see kind of so it's like get a computer. I will say I looked at the price and I will not pay. I will not pay however much money it is. Twelve dollars a month. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. I will not pay twelve dollars a month to play that game. If it was like the only game I played, then maybe. I'd it, yeah, that. I have paid that. Yeah, but that was probably your main game at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I'm and there's a bunch of us playing it. But yeah. I mean, with three of us playing it, you might find that's a different situation. You know, where you might find yourself like, mm, I don't know, maybe that ten dollars mm-hmm. is worth it or whatever. Yeah, maybe. It's not an addiction I want to have either. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I mean, this is also coming from a guy who spent hundreds of dollars on Hearthstone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I am. It's. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I mean, we play a lot of video games already. Right. I don't right. think that playing World of Warcraft is going to make us play more, especially at thirty. I think we've kind of you have mastered to putting ourselves to bed <laughs> at a reasonable hour <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Speak yeah, I think yourself. there's been moments where I played a new game where I'll have like one night. Yeah. That'll happen, and then after that, I'm like, okay, I did that the one time. Like, you Stardew, no, Stardew Valley did that to me all the time. Stardew Valley did that to me, and then I think we went, the first night that you and I got into Divinity Original Sin, it was like, holy crap, it's three in the morning. Yeah. It may have been a weeknight or weekend, so it didn't matter as much, yeah. but I was like, well, thank God we didn't do this on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Neil and I didn't get a chance to play um, Divinity this week, unfortunately. Oh, you know what else I played? I played what? the Gears of War tech test. Oh yeah, I, d- um, I, I tried a little bit. And they they're changing a whole bunch of stuff, um, but uh, it's still Gears, and it's still one of the most divisive games I've ever played. The 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 level between talent is truly amazing. Which and this was just multiplayer. Yeah, they have yeah. yeah. There was an arcade mode that's a new mode where not everybody starts with the classic Lancer and shotgun, the Nasher. Um, and then as soon as I tried to play a competitive mode, I, I couldn't even... I played two ranked matches, and they're like placement matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make you do... The rounds are shorter than what you're thinking, but they still make you... It's first to seven rounds. Um, so the games take a while. I had one game where I lost... Uh, six out of seven. Well, I we won one, they won seven, and then the next game I played Carl and we lost all seven. Dang. It, there's just people who eat, sleep, and breathe gears. Right. And, yeah. And with the Nasher, the whole thing is to like get one hit kills. Like you just get blown apart instantly. Um, it, it's, it's people can be so much better. I think that's why they're adding the, all these other modes is because my Gears experience has been to play the campaign and be done. Maybe I'll mess around in the Horde a little bit, but I feel like they're adding all these other modes to be like, okay, if you're not this crazy good multiplayer person, there needs to be something for you to keep playing, you know? Yeah. See, I put hours into their Horde, horde modes. I think they do Horde better than anyone. Um, I mean, they kind of started it, right? As far as I, I'm sure somebody else did it first. But I mean, was Halo? I don't know. 
Was Halo no, 3 after Ge- Gears? Yes. Okay, then that, that's but, the first Horde mode I ever played, at least. But Gears didn't have Horde until, I think, it was either 2 or 3. Um, but that was, that was I, a mode sure? I liked enough to beat, uh, to try to beat on Impossible. Like, the hardest difficulty. Right. Um, and I guess, like, is... Um, okay, Gears of War 2, you're right, had the first one. I also wonder when... That's something we could look up at a later time, but uh, Left 4 Dead, because that's kind of a hordish mode. I guess you're not defending one area. No, but... you're moving around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play the new Gears, but I won't get into the multiplayer. I just never really liked it. And if you have Game Pass, it's kind of a, you know, you go, wow, that siren was loud for me. Um... <laughs> If you have Game Pass, you just get to try, you know, in quotations for free. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of Game Pass, I was kind of just looking at some games to play because uh, later on we'll talk about a game we all chose. Um, I wasn't really into mine that much, so I just was messing around last night, played a couple games. Uh, one, of that, one that I tried was called Hunter Call of the Wild, and this is a hunting game. And I was like, oh, this sounds like nice and relaxing and, you know, things like that. Um, you have to have a lot of patience, man. They make it very much like a hunting game. And apparently Courtney had tried it also and felt the same way. So you got to, you know, stalk the animal, make sure you're, like, not downwind or it's not downwind from you. You can do use calls and all this kind of stuff. And I probably played it for an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, I saw a deer. I shot it. I tracked and I shot it and killed it. But it was, that was, like, the tutorial. Like, that deer was there on purpose (laughs) and then i stalked a rabbit forever i saw it it heard me touch a bush and it took off i stalked it stalked a coyote forever saw it shot it i believe oh no shot it at it missed ran away was looking for it found another deer shot it it ran away and i couldn't track it and i was like man (laughs) then i saw a black bear i shot it and it ran at me it hit me knocked me down and then took off and I could never find it again. I was like, I, th- I think I'm done with this game. <laughs> like, I guess if you were a hunter and you really liked that aspect of it, but it's like a lot of waiting and a lot of like, it's not hunting toned down. You know what I mean? It's not like hunting blitz. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the arcade. I kind of thought it might be a little bit more like the arcade games. Like, Oh look, there's a lot of freaking animals around to shoot. And no, it's like, it was really intense. My brother and I used to play hunting games all the time. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Like, uh, like it wasn't the best looking, um, but the, it was an open world hunting game. Uh, there's like fast travel and you can, you kind of, you climb towers to unlock <laughs> points oh. of interest, <laughs> um, which is kind of funny. I laughed when I saw that. And then, uh, you know, but the thing is like, even when you're just moving, you move so slow because you have to be so patient, but it's like they give you these quests at the beginning and one was like just get to an outpost so i found an outpost on the map and to get to it just took me so long because you're not supposed to really move fast because you're not trying to scare animals but it's like i just want to go to the outpost like let me move fast so it was interesting um then i played what uh, game clinton played uh called rivals of aether or i'm not sure exactly how you say it but um it is like a smash brothers clone I played through one campaign of one of the characters, and I really liked it. I think that's a game I might go back and revisit. Um, it, it's more... It's uh, it's definitely different than 
um, Smash Brothers and different than what was the other one we were playing, Neil? Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla, yeah. Um, this one's 8-bit, kind of. Um, and all the characters are based off of elements. So there's water characters and earth characters and air characters and fire characters. So I played through the earth characters um, campaign, and I had a good amount of fun. So I'll check that out again. Uh, and then, then my uh, other game I played later, but we'll talk about that. Uh, let's talk about upcoming games. So Friday, July 26th, that's tomorrow for us, Wolfenstein Youngblood comes to PC, PS, or PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. Um, that is getting mediocre reviews. But I heard it's pretty fun because it's the first Wolfenstein that's co-op because you play as the main character's children. And uh, I heard it's a little different, but it's okay. And then uh, also tomorrow, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot comes out for PlayStation and PC. That's a VR game. So you're, you've taken control of some kind of uh, robot, I believe, and you kill Nazis in, in VR. And then Tuesday, July 30th, Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, comes to Nintendo Switch. So I believe that's out for Xbox and PlayStation and PC already, but it's coming to Switch. And I never thought I'd have to say it again, because I always suck at saying it. <laughs> but Mutant Year Zero. <laughs> um... So yeah, I think we're kind of starting to get the beginnings of our mm-hmm. AAA games. Pick up again. Yeah, yeah. A um, whole bunch of them are going to fall the first week, of, first two weeks of September. Yeah, someone put like um, this. Uh, I think it was on Reddit. Someone put a picture of the top, like most anticipated, the four most anticipated games and how far away they are. I think Borderlands is like fifty nine days, and then after that, it's like one hundred and five, one hundred and ten, and like one hundred and 13 or something like that for cyberpunk and all that other stuff cyberpunk yeah. is this year i keep forgetting that is it this year or is it early no, next year no it's early next year it's february okay. it's so it might be more than 100 days more 100 some days i don't know yeah, gears of war 5 is september 10th very yeah. soon either way yeah gears wasn't on that list it was um borderlands huh? death stranding uh cyberpunk and i can't remember the last one that everyone was excited about but I'm sure I'll think of it when it comes up. Um, yeah, I, I think the interesting thing about you, I, I know I don't plan on purchasing any of these games unless I get a PSVR sometime soon because um, Mutant Year Zero is on Xbox and it's on Game Pass still. Is it still on Game Pass? I bet. I don't yeah. know for sure. And then Wolfenstein Youngblood, all the other Wolfenstein games have come to Game Pass, so I can't imagine this wouldn't eventually. All right, let's uh, talk about some news. So this is kind of interesting. I don't know if anyone's been following this, but um, it's kind of happened all throughout this week. So Nintendo Switch controllers had a Joy-Con issue where, like, every not everybody, but a large percentage of people were complaining about drift on a Joy-Con. Um, so much so that this part isn't part of the news, but there was a CK, CSK and D which is a um, law firm. They have crazy names. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to butcher, but a law firm filed a class action lawsuit against Nintendo of America relating to Joy-Con drifting issues. Um, so it sounds like this was in response to that. But now Nintendo had a internal note that says, customers are no longer required to pr- provide proof, proof of purchase for Joy-Con repairs. 
It is not necessary to confirm warranty status. If a customer requests a refund for a previously paid Joy-Con repair, confirm the prior repair and then issue a refund. So they're finally just going to fix it for people, which is nice. Nice. Yeah, so this one doesn't mention that... Th- no, this is from Kotaku. This doesn't mention that there was a class action lawsuit, but I have the the actual class action lawsuit in front of me, so someone definitely did do that. So. Speaking of class action lawsuits, I got 125 bucks coming. Yeah, me too. Hey, Neil, fuck you. Oh, yeah. I don't. Because yeah. for some reason, my information wasn't worth stealing. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys uh, haven't heard, check out uh, the Federal Trade Commission's website, and you can get a uh, uh, rebate. <laughs> it's not a rebate. It's basically. I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> not like a not even a payout, reward. Payment. But a payout, yeah, payment. Or yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Equifax had the data breach, mm-hmm. and uh, they're paying out for victims of it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If even if you were just a victim, which you can go to the website, put in your last name, last six of your social security number, uh, then they'll tell you if you're eligible or not. If you're eligible, you can just get hundred and twenty-five dollars just because your information was leaked. Um, if you've spent time on the phone with like your bank or some money was stolen from you, you can fill out those forms and they'll send you even more. So, yeah, that's a good PSA. Yeah. So the money won't come down next year, but whatever. Yeah. I'll forget about it and then I'll be like, sweet, yeah, 125 like, bucks. Nice, nice <laughs> little post-holiday season surprise. Yeah, no kidding. Pay for cyberpunk with it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So here's a surprise is it good or bad i don't know for us we're, we're kind of it's bittersweet in our house you guys won't care that much uh from my knowledge of you but microsoft is dropping cortana from xbox one as part of another dashboard redesign thank so, god so this is from the verge um so they're gonna re there there's, there's another dashboard redesign coming which isn't that big of news um but they're going to make it easier to use, hopefully. They want Game Pass to be more front and center. They want, which I agree with. It's really hard to just kind of get to your games. I feel like it's kind of the hardest part. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, they're going to drop Cortana. Cortana is going to, they're trying to make it more of like a business assistant, uh, which personally, if Cortana was my business assistant, I would be pissed because it sucks. <laughs> like the fact that it's on my Xbox, I'm like, whatever. It's my entertainment thing. It's not great, but if I was trying to get Cortana to do, like, actual work for me, I'd, it's the worst. In our house, we have every assistant, basically, and Cortana is the absolute worst. So, do you have it happen to you a lot, Neil? Oh, she pops up all the time when I say, because we've, we've got a Carl, we've got a Courtney, and then I can say pancakes and she'll pop up. I don't have Cortana on, but mine still does the Xbox thing. I just got to go in and turn it off. I just have to remember I want to do it when I'm not in the middle of a game. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> My favorite thing was when that came out, people would be like, Xbox, turn off. And <laughs> it would go through the other people's games, uh-huh. and then it would turn off like who they were playing against. It would yeah. turn off their Xboxes. That's super funny. Yeah, that's when you had a Connects. Yeah. Um, Courtney and I both have Connects, but we just use it for the video for Extra Life, basically. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it's they're they're working on making it better, I guess, which is interesting. But they've gotten rid of it on so many different other platforms. It only works with the Connect, right? Uh, I think you can do it through your headset okay. also. 
Because Neil, you don't have a connect, right? Nope. Yeah. It's all through the headset. Yep. So it's uh. Well, the only thing is that my wife is Courtney is really bad at losing her controller her or not her her TV remote. Her TV remote. remote. So we use it a lot to turn the TV up and down. So Courtney can no longer <laughs> lose her remote, otherwise it's going to be stuck. So, um, And this is from Kotaku. This is a report that came out today. This is pretty interesting. Uh, so it says 74% of adults have been harassed while gaming online. This study that came out. So there's a little more stuff. Um, yeah, we get fucking messages all the time from people we play in Overwatch. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. I mean... Do you want me to count how many times? Because it's like over the years of playing Xbox. I mean, think about yeah. like Halo and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a there was a meme I saw on Reddit the other day that was about like, and I'm not trying to trivialize trivialize this issue, but it was about uh, bullying on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it was like some statistic like seventy percent of kids are bullied on Instagram, and then the image under it you know, under it was like this generation wouldn't last in an Xbox in the original <laughs> Xbox uh, Call of Duty lobby. Oh, and yeah. it, like, it was just it was toxic or like yeah. when I was playing League and people don't have to say words to you yeah. oh my gosh yeah it's it's uh I mean I think it's it's bad it used to be worse but I think it could definitely still get better you know what I mean well, it could absolutely get better I mean um, that, but it won't because kids will always be shitty yeah, but I think that it, it's on the platforms. I think it's probably the... I, I don't know. I don't think it really said anything on here about um, platforms, but it's got to be the worst on PC, in my opinion, because when someone's bad to you in Xbox or in uh, on PlayStation, there's pretty good ways to report them to Xbox or PlayStation. You know what I mean? Yeah, but reports... I mean, it's got to be something pretty serious for them to do something, and I'm not... I'm not saying that I'm not saying that like a company like PlayStation or Xbox should respond to every single report. It's impossible. But the level for action does seem to be quite high. I think you're getting better about it too. Like especially like Xbox and Mixer, like if anyone says anything on Mixer, it's like boom, instant. Man. Yeah. So and I think they're getting better about Xbox Live stuff too. Like, hey, just don't be an ass. It's not hard. And, like, with voice chat and stuff, it's a lot harder to kind of police that. So, there were basically this... the but With text message or text-based communication, it's a lot easier to say, like, oh, no, yeah, you're an asshole. You're banned for a week or whatever. Yeah, true. Uh, so, this was put by the Anti-Defamation League, um, which is a old civil rights nonprofit. Um, so, they basically decided to look into it because it hasn't really been looked into a lot. Um, so... One of the associate directors, Daniel Kelly, or Daniel Kelly, said um, basically the fact that it's unmoderated, it's not well moderated, breeds people being toxic. And they said like it's basically like 4chan or 8chan. Like we know it, be- it becomes terrible places. Um, so this was conducted in April of this year. Uh, 65% of players uh, uh, surveyed experienced severe harassment, when that includes physical threats, stalking, and sustained harassment. Uh, 29% at some point said they had been doxxed as a result of the game, which is where someone puts private information about them online. Yep. A third See, of LG... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, uh, if, if there's more to the list, keep going. 
Oh, okay. Uh, about a third of LGBTQ players believe they were harassed because of their sexual orientation. A third of black or African-American people surveyed, as well as a quarter of Latinx and Asian-American people say they think they were harassed because of their ethnicity. Women were the most harassed demographic because you can tell they're women just from their voices a lot of times. Uh, 40% reported having been uh, harassed based on gender. Huh. Well, I, I think that the kids... The generation that this... Sorry, was this adults? Did you say or was it kids? Let me see up here. It said a thousand... It was a survey of a thousand people who play games. It doesn't say... Okay. It doesn't break down. Um, There may be a spot... This is just the Gotaku kind of summary. Um, I'm not sure where I could find... I'm sure I can find the report somewhere else. I think kids nowadays have... With the... I mean, we had, like, Gen 1 Facebook when I was playing, you know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare on the original Xbox. Um, We didn't have four different social medias and Reddit accounts and blah, blah, blah. Like, there was no fear of being doxxed. Right, Um, right, yeah. I I do think that the generation that... The younger generation today has way more perils than we did. Right, for sure. Because, like, if someone was bothering us on Xbox or whatever, like, one of the things was sustained harassment, right? So, um, we could just block somebody on Xbox and never even think about them again. Where if they can find out more about you through your username somehow and find you on every social media thing and create multiple accounts to continually harass you, that's, like, a way harder than what we ever had to deal with, you know? Yeah, and that's also, like, I don't under... That's dedication on the harasser's part. I know there's oh, shitty yeah. people out there, but I just can't... I can't imagine being that person. I've never been a shit talker. Right. Unless you start it, and I'm still going to be funny about it. I'm not going to be mean. Like, I'm not going to yeah. talk about your mom. I'm not going to call you fag or, you know, use all those trigger words. I'm just yeah. going to... You know, I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to be silly. I'm not going to... I just don't understand that type of temperament. I don't understand... Yeah. I don't understand anger sometimes i guess <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird, especially over games yeah um they also found that uh not all games are created equal when it comes to harassment so among the top games that they said foster harassment are uh dota 2 counter-strike yep. the global offensive overwatch yep. player unknown battlegrounds and league of legends i'm kind of surprised overwatch is on there no, i'm not i hear that it can get real bad on especially on pc i bet it's yeah i bet it's worse on pc and I think it's we play with each other a lot, and I yeah. think that we have we less... never talk to other people when we're right. playing. So, and I think that if you play with other people and they start calling you trash and stuff, like you're not good at the game. Like your teammates are probably who gets more angry at you. And if our teammates are mostly us, we have less of a chance of it happening. Oh yeah, and I'm just really good, so nobody ever. Gets mad at me. Although there was the time when I was maining May, and people would send me crap about how bad she was, even though. I was doing pretty well overall. Yeah, I was gonna time. make I was gonna make a montage of, um, like a little like picture montage of all the uh, times that someone messaged me telling me to switch from May. <laughs> but I, it started at three. I think I had three or four of them, and then she got buffed, and people don't really talk trash about May anymore. Um, and Dota Two was the top game. Players said they had stopped playing because they didn't want to deal with others' rude antics. Um. So, 80% of players said they had, at some point, experienced positive social interactions in a game. Uh, 
which I that's happened to me too. I've had people like message me and be like, "Hey, you're really good at Reinhardt or whatever," you know, um, things like that. So yeah, I've had positive experiences. Also, I've also met friends through games and stuff. But they said that the the most that games that had the most happy moments uh, for of all these players were World of Warcraft, Minecraft, and NBA 2K. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I feel like War- World of Warcraft Yeah, I makes can definitely sense. see that. It's mostly a, like you're working together. It's right, very it's rare that you're, yeah. Minecraft, I can definitely see. Yeah. And then NBA 2K, that's kind of out of the blue. I would think because of the competitiveness of it that you'd have bad stuff. Yeah. Um, out of any people who asked if you had happy po- or positive interactions in a game, only 37% said they did when talking about League of Legends. Huh. Do you, remember, do you remember that one time we played Overwatch and we were playing competitive and we got we got uh, we got paired with a forest act and then they invited us to their party and they were all uh, Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. And we killed. Yeah, we did really well with them, even though that's really funny. We couldn't understand anything they said except for like Reinhardt, 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 <laughs> but it worked. Um. So, just going on a little bit more, 35% of players admitted to committing bad behavior themselves, and that comes from trolling to offensive names, so just all over the scale. Just 35 people said that they Hmm. had done something bad. I've never, like, sent a message. I'm sure I've said something to someone, like, and usually if they start it, like, you're trash, like, shut the fuck up, you dumbass. (laughs) You're trash. Yeah. No, you. No, you. Reverse. See, I, I always send back because Microsoft has emojis. I always send back really stupid stuff like fire, eggplant, fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then here's uh, the I think the last little thing that's, that we can see. That's the emoji symbol for chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the last thing that they talk about here. Um, almost a quarter of online multiplayer gamers, 23% have been invited to discuss or have heard others discussing superiority of whites and inferiority of non-whites or white identifying a home for the white race or identifying a home for the white race. So how many? 23%. I've never come across that. Um I don't think I have either, but it also doesn't surprise me cuz Gamergate was like a big yeah, um like drive for that kind of thing. Um so it does. It says while this result does not necessarily imply that players are being recruited to join a white supremacist organization in any online game, the prevalence of expressions of white supremacy in online games suggests this hateful ideology may be normalized in some game subcultures. I would say I don't know if I consider it. The only thing close that I've seen is the use of the N word, just kind of blatantly open against anyone who isn't doing well in the game. Yeah, because yeah, they're hiding behind anonymity. And then also I'd just say that white supremacy and hate groups like that fester on the internet. I just yeah. just online culture where yeah. there's not a face and you know, you're know you not in the town you live in around the people you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there isn't a... I don't think there's a video game that really... No, there isn't. I don't think video game communities like, uh, what's the word, uh, propel it or like grow it. I just think wherever uh, you can be anonymous and angry those people will be will be active and they will be hurt because that's what they want to do yeah i think video game cultures can grow it not because they're video games i don't think video games 
promote white supremacy. I think that you get a group of, you know, we, especially like these competitive online games, you get a group of predominantly white men who then can spread these ideologies. Those are the people who have them for the most part and spread them. So I think you're right in the way that it would happen. It happens on message boards. It happens in all this kind of stuff. So, um, but you know, it's interesting. Uh, so they're suggesting, and I, this is where I disagree with here. Obviously I can't disagree with statistics that they're putting out. That's, and you know, and I hope that everyone feels safe online. You know, I, hope we can find some kind of solution whether it's better moderation or things like that um but i can't i can't really agree with this next part they suggested that the esrb the entertainment software ratings board has to step up and um and kind of mention this in their games uh or on their ratings but i i think they do because i'm pretty sure that on every rating and correct me if, you, if you're 100% sure this isn't there, but on the back of every game that has online next to the rating, I'm pretty sure it says does not con- take into consideration online experience or something yeah. like that. It, I think that is, that's true, and there used to be even like small text when you're signing into online games that say, like, our company is not responsible for uh, for the for something interactions online. Right. And I think here's, I think that's already on the boxes of games. And like you said, when people sign in, I think it's this kind of gap. If, if parents don't know, it's just this gap of not understanding what can happen on the internet, you know, which I think is obviously going to slowly go away. But I think there are a group of, there are still parents out there maybe not of young as young kids anymore who might not understand like what this online thing is and what can happen and if you're talking to people and i think too, there's two extreme and extreme like reactions to that which is a total fear of it my child is never going on the internet which i don't think is a great thing or just like whatever just go do it and i think just understanding and um surveillance yeah (laughs) not surveillance supervision i mean yeah just knowing like oh this game's online can they talk to other people like what kind of game is it talking to them like hey if someone's mean to you on the internet that doesn't mean that they're right or if they are like here are like look at the options and teach your child how to use the reporting system or how to use the block system or anything like that and just be like don't take crap from anybody and like you know let us know what happens if it's happening all the time you know, it depends on how old your kid is too. If they're seventeen, hopefully you've taught them that already. But yeah, if they're, if they're our, six playing Fortnite, you definitely gotta make sure that, or turn off the chat feature because you can do that in a lot of games where you can't hear anybody. Yeah, and I well, think you can our just generation do that. and maybe the generation before us will be better suited to handle cyberbullying than anybody than the, than our parents were. Definitely, yeah. My parents didn't really know about that stuff. We also never really got bullied. Yeah, it was more of just toxic. Like, yeah, it was more of just aimed at random, you know. Like, yeah, I don't feel like it was directed harassment or bullying. It was more of just random things, which usually doesn't hurt as much. Yeah, (laughs) and I don't think that games necessarily 
lend itself well to bullying mm-hmm. unless there is like a group of kids that are making like a concerted effort against mm-hmm. one. Whereas yeah. like social media, it's very easy to kind of yeah. facilitate that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess bullying and just general harassment are different. Yeah. And I think the other thing is though, like I mean, when's the first time I played an online game? I must have been twelve or thirteen. So I was almost a teenager, at least. When you have, like, a 8-year-old playing Fortnite, it's a little different than someone yeah. who's coming into high school. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting thing. I think, I still uh, think that, and I, I don't know, they didn't do anything on platforms that I can see. Um, PC's got to just be, because there's no general place to just report somebody. And if a game doesn't have a reporting system, then you're kind of SOL. Yeah. So... All right, now that we're done talking about bullying and harassment and the sadness, we're going to talk about our song of the week. Um, so we've mentioned that we've all been playing Little Gang, gang Beasts, and this is a song that Clinton and Neil, uh, Clinton does better at it, <laughs> try to sing. <laughs> um, what is this one called, Clinton? Gang Beasts, gang beasts Days. Okay. We gotta get to the part that everyone always tries to sing. <laughs> That's the part that Neil, Neil, can you do it now? Can you spell it out now? No, because I cut out when I needed to listen oh, to gotcha. it. Oh, gotcha. It's just gang. G-A-N-G-B-E-A-S-T-S. Gang beasts. Oh, gotcha. S-T-S. That's the end that they say. Okay. Yeah, they're spelling gang beasts. Yeah, I figured that, but my brain didn't follow it all the way through. I've been enjoying this song when we play it, because this is like what it plays when you're like picking your characters and stuff. And just recently, I've been in the kind of like EDM like this, so I'm kind of like, yeah, this is kind of a jam. Yeah. <laughs> G A N G B E A S T S. Yeah, it's just a fun, fun one. Um, that's not my favorite video game song of all time, but it's a good hype up music for you to go fight. Because there's only two songs in the whole game. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. That's it. That one's pretty sad sounding. Yeah, the other one's night. I also like that every all the words in this are just gang beast. Gang beast in the back and stuff. <laughs> yes. Just play the other one. Since we're since we're on it. Yeah. This reminds me of like the XX. Yeah. And a little bit of like Twin Peaks. It reminds me of like Drive. Courtney used to listen to the Drive oh, soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, you're kinda right. This is the main menu, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of epic for this silly, silly game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a Gang Beast thing. So if you uh, end up getting the game, which is on sale on Xbox right now, they're having their summer sale, check out Gang Beast. It's the same way, it's just, yeah. Yeah, just a slower, so. All right, well, that's our song of the week. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with our main topic.
everybody, welcome back to Game Goose. Game I don't know why I said that like that. <laughs> Game Goose. Ba, 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 ba. Game Goose. 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 Um, Need a reverb button. For, <laughs> Just yeah, crank right. the reverb all the way up. For uh, the main topic this week, we did the thing that we tend to do and we can't think of a topic to talk about. We play some games. Yeah. And we talk about those. Kind of a little more in-depth. Um, so I'm going to start with my game. Uh, I played ukulele. So if you don't know what ukulele is, it is a action adventure platformer collectathon that came out in 2017. <laughs> um, it's from Playtonic Games, which uh, is made up of a bunch of former Rare developers. And this was funded through a GoFundMe or a GoFundMe-like thing, Kickstarter, like a Kickstarter. I yep, I think it was Kickstarter specifically. Um, so basically the idea was to make mm. a spiritual successor to ukulele. To Banjo-Kazooie. What? To Banjo-Kazooie. To Banjo-Kazooie. Correct. <laughs> this game is ukulele. I got you. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh, so let's start with, let's just talk about some good stuff. Some I only played for, I checked today, I played for about two hours. Um, so I do want to say that up front that this is not like a full game review this is just kind of my thoughts on it i will say that in those two hours i think i kind of got the vibe of the game if you've played any you know game like this you're kind of like oh okay yeah uh so let's let's off the bat it looks really great it looks really cool and fun and colorful and playful uh it has fun music and that kind of stuff and uh it controls really well like definitely controls better than banjo or any of those kind of games because of it being newer so when you think about the control stream or control scheme and stuff like technically it's really good and it feels like you're controlling like mario odyssey like it really controls well where i think banjo it kind of when i played banjo kazooie on xbox 360 which was about a year ago um we did something like this it i felt a little laggy in the controller input and i don't know if that's you know the xbox version or whatever but this one just controls well um so those are the good things <laughs> that's almost where it ends um so i was pretty disappointed in this game as i told clinton it felt like someone just tried to make banjo kazooie from memory in the fact that yeah it kind of feels like banjo kazooie ukulele banjo kazooie so yuka is this lizard and then uh Lele is a bat that rides on his back much like Banjo Kazooie's thing. Um, so the levels I only played. Well, I guess technically, technically one level. There's only five though. And after you you collect a certain, you're collecting these pages. So the story and the characters are actually really good too. Uh, they're funny. They are silly, like the banjo characters. So one of the main characters that you run into that upgrades your stuff. Um, he's called Trousers. And he's a snake that wears pants. So like, like a U shape. Yeah. So he like goes in one leg and then up through the bottom and like yeah. So he he um, is kind of like this snaky kind of salesman who sells you moves. And obviously it's the same kind of thing. You find a puzzle, you can't do it. You get the move, you can do it, kind of thing. So that's great. I do really like the characters and stuff like that. And it was actually pretty funny. There was very Banjo Kazooie esque kind of humor. Um, so I played one level and it just kind of feels like something's missing and it, it, it was a little 
like I feel like for the first level, it was almost like a little difficult in a way to understand exactly what I was trying to do. The layout isn't one where because it's supposed to be like a children's game, you know what I mean? And it wasn't hard. Um, it was just kind of like, I don't really know what exactly I'm supposed to be doing here. Where I think Banjo-Kazooie, you kind of look at something and you're like, okay, I can do that now or I have to wait till I get a move. Like this, I was like looking at stuff like, I don't even know if I'm doing it wrong or if I don't have the right skill set yet. Yeah. Which was kind of frustrating. Um, so I played the first level, which was pretty good. It was like a tropic level. Uh, I hear as you move on, the levels kind of get worse, and it seems like they get a little more empty. This one had a decent amount of stuff, but there were also areas that I was just walking around going, like, why is this part here? Like, it yeah, looks interesting, was, but nothing's going on. Yeah, I remember that being a pretty large criticism of the game. Right. They could have compacted it down into, like, half the size of it. The Like, the move... To move across the world, they should have made it about half as long. Yeah, like it's there would be like a stump or something, and you'd be like, okay, so do I butt slam this thing? And then you'd be like, I think it's just here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really know. Um, so here's the thing. Once you get a certain amount of page, you're collecting these pages. So the bad guy's called uh, Capital B, and he's a B. And he's <laughs> sucking up all the books in the world, and he is looking for the one book and it's this golden book that ukulele had in their possession but they didn't know it was special then when it flies in the air all the pages scatter everywhere so that's kind of what you're collecting there's a lot of stuff to collect yeah. um in each level just Those games are yeah, yeah. supposed to be it's it's you know it's supposed to be and it's kind of parodies these old games too uh which is pretty funny um but once you collect a certain amount of pages you can leave the level then you can put pages into the level and expand the level and like I said, there's already areas in the level where you're like, why is this here? And some of those, you go back and you go, oh, this is why it's here. There was a bridge that was out, and now it's, em- now it's full. Some of those you go and you go, okay, this empty area is still here, and now there's four more empty areas. Like, you make the levels, like, twice as big. And it's kind of cool in a way to re to go into the level again because I kind of did a good amount of the first level. I didn't have everything, but with Banjo-Kazooie, and those kind of things, you kind of backtrack and go, okay, now I know a little bit more, I have a little more moves, I'll go back to the first level, try to find more stuff. Uh, so I was like, instead of, I should have maybe moved to the second level, but I was like, I'll just expand the first level and go back in. And it was cool to come back and be like, oh, okay, I see how this level's changed and see the new stuff. Um, but it, like I said, it was kind of a kid's game. I felt like if I gave it to someone who the game, like the appropriate age demo, not saying that older people can't play this game, but if I gave it to a seven to ten year old, I think they would have gotten immediately frustrated and not known what to do. Um, where I think if you gave them banjo, they'd figure it out. Uh, and some things from these games should be left in the past, <laughs> and they just leave it in there. So when you talk to people, it does the same thing that Banjo Kazooie did, where there's no voiceovers, but you're not just reading. It's literally people going, bah, 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 and it becomes annoying in the first 10 minutes. It's almost overdone. Like, it's almost turned to 11. Like, that was kind of annoying in Banjo, but you're like, whatever. It was an N64 game, and this is what they could do with the voices. And it was just, there. it was really, that was the most annoying part, I think. Uh, huh. There's enemies in the game, uh, which I don't know why. They are so simply killed they'd never run at you I was never hurt by one I would stand next to them and they wouldn't attack me 
they were literally just there so if you fell or you got hurt by a trap which was much more likely you could then kill them and then they release a butterfly and you can eat it so there's just there, some of those empty areas weren't empty they were just filled with three or four of these little goblins that literally did nothing <laughs> maybe as i moved on they would become more difficult or they'd be harder ones but they're supposed to be his minions and they don't chase you they don't they don't do anything uh so I, I I might try and play it again. I played for two hours in one sitting. Yesterday, I went to go play it, and I immediately jumped in the level and was like, I, I can't do this today. <laughs> like, I, I just didn't know even where to go, like, again. So, um, but that being said, there are some mixed reviews online. Uh, a lot of people do feel the way I feel about there not being enough to do or being, like, not laid out super well. Or those voices being annoying comes up quite often. Or why can you expand levels when they were too big to begin with? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, it's like a over a twenty-five hour game. Like people have been like saying, I quit after twenty-five hours and I hadn't completed it. Which, not that they were trying to one hundred percent it. They had not finished the storyline, which is fine for some longer RPGs and stuff. But when you have an action adventure platformer i mean you, you want to aim for maybe know, eight took to me 15 that, took me that about that long to beat mario i think probably more probably about 35 to just to mario. get through the main storyline though i think so yeah I don't, I don't think mario was even close to that for me so um let's see i'm just want to check on how long to beat um G-E-N-G-B-E-A-S-T-S. now you got a second head yeah, better than Old Town Road, which I had stuck in my head all day today. <laughs> I don't find that song as that as catchy as everyone else says. I don't mind it, but I'm not. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, people say the main story is about 12 and a half hours. Yeah. The main plus extra is 26. So that's like kind of just generally. If you want to complete it, 61. Yeah. Um, let's see how long ukulele takes. Oh, okay, so this one, this so let's see here, because this one says 15 for the main story, so maybe just because it's so confusing, some people are doing it for longer. Um, but, uh, so I, and I don't know, I didn't play the whole game. Yeah. So, but it does have a sequel coming out called Ukulele in the Impossible Dungeon. Um, so maybe they'll learn from their mistakes, but just from the title, I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, this has this, like, cute little kids thing, and you're going to call it the Impossible Dungeon? Like, is it really going to be difficult? Because I don't think that's what people liked about Banjo-Kazooie, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like I said, it has mixed reviews. If you like Banjo-Kazooie, maybe check it out. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, because there are people saying, hey, in defense of this game, I really enjoyed it. Uh... Which you can mo- find with most games, I think. But um, personally, I I was just like, there's so many other good games like this that I could be playing. So that was it for my game. All right. Well, I dove into uh, my first Metal Gear Solid game. Oh, yeah. It was Metal Gear Solid Five, A Phantom Pain. Or The Phantom Pain. And let me tell you, as someone who knows nothing about Big Boss or the Metal Gear franchise, it was the weirdest first hour of a game I've ever played in my life. 
Is that the one that starts with the like thing on fire? You're like in it's a stu- hospital. You start in a hospital. Um, yes. Um, and spoilers ahead if anybody's gonna play this. Uh, but look, if you're just jumping into five, you know as much of the, the Metal Gear story as I do. Spoilers don't matter. I was playing this with my buddy Phil, and we were just cracking up. First of all, you start in a helicopter explosion completely under a title sequence. So you don't see it. You just hear Blaze. Uh, you, you hear people panicking. You hear a helicopter fall. And when it explodes, the screen kind of starts emulating fire. And then you wake up in a hospital, and your vision's blurry, and there's a nurse checking on you. And she shoves her boobs in her your face as she leans over to, like, to the other side of the bed to, like, grab something. Like a medical professional would. Uh... And all and there's uh, it's a Japanese game, so uh, and I've noticed that they like to do title sequences at the beginning, so they have credits rolling over all of this. Yeah. Um, I started timing it. Um, by the time I actually got out of bed and could play the game, I had been watching for between fifteen and twenty minutes. <laughs> okay, so if you want to get into the action, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> at a certain point. I'm just like this is this is hospital simulator. You are a you're just a patient with blurry vision. You keep coming in and out, and the doctor comes and goes. Oh, he's almost there. Oh, he's not there. Oh, he's almost here, and he's not there. And then you wake up, and somebody explains something. I I don't know. Again, I haven't played the first five games. I have no idea what was happening. But <laughs> I finally the doctor showed me a mirror, and I got to make my face. And that was when I realized, oh, I'm not Metal Gear. Like I know his name's Solid Big Boss. Snake. I'm yeah, I, yeah, I'm not Solid <laughs> Snake. I'm not Big Boss. Uh, so I was like, okay, um, this is cool. Maybe I'll meet him like once I get into the regular game. So that's I like through, my mom calling Pikachu Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I've never played it. I don't know. I, I, I thought I thought Led Zeppelin was the lead singer until high school. Uh, <laughs> My dad doesn't listen to rock music. Uh, <laughs> so I get this. The doctor holds a mirror up to my face, and I go we through, and I was like, us, okay. He should make a super group of Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. <laughs> and Black Sabbath plays the drums. Led Zeppelin sings. <laughs> the Doors plays guitar. So Pink Floyd is a bassist. <laughs> I know I'm having fun with this game. I make a, I make a funny-looking dude. I make uh-huh. a very square-faced, large gentleman with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> and like You made Winston in, Churchill. And, like, inverted cheekbones. Like, dimples for cheeks. Um, and I was pretty excited. I was like, okay. Like, I've seen videos. I saw Donkey play it. I watched some stuff. I was like, you can do some crazy stuff in this game. A bunch of these... Russian soldiers are just going to get murdered by this dumpy-looking chubby guy. Uh, And then I fall back asleep, and I wake up, and the hospital, there's somebody coming up behind uh, the nurse, and she gets choked out. And then I can't talk. My dude's just, like, squirming, and you can hear his heart heart rate go up. And the doctor is explaining my condition and what's happened. And he said, you were in this crash. Uh, Nobody knows your identity, like blah, blah, blah. The entire world is trying to kill you. And then the doctor gets killed. Uh, Somebody comes up behind him and starts wrangling him. 
Meanwhile, me, the nearly vegetable patient, has the sense of mind to roll off the cot and hide under the bed. And now let me tell you about the next 50 minutes of this game. Hiding under the bed fools everyone. <laughs> this entire military task force that has come to kill you and your squad mates, they don't check under beds. They kill patients <laughs> randomly. They tear up rooms. They lick in cupboards. They kick down doors. They do not lean under beds. If you need to hide from someone, go under a bed. Like, in some of these cutscenes, like, you would you would see the character. You would see his eyes. He's looking at you. He's, like, just killed a patient. And you're hiding under a bed. And he leans down to, like, to, like, check his pockets. And his head even tilts towards you. And you're like, oh, yeah, he saw me. Like, we're looking at each other. Like, hey, what's up? He saw me. And he stands up and walks away. It's like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? So the first hour of this game, I'm in a hospital. Oh, and the, the second best part is once you get to play the game, once uh, uh, one of your one of the bedmates uh, has bandages wrapped, his name's like Icarus or something, I don't know. His ba- he's got bandages wrapped all around his head. And he can still fight. He's still got it. He comes up and he kills your assassin before she can shoot you in the face. And then all you know how to do for is to crawl. So after 15 to 20 minutes of story and waking up and making a character, you get to crawl. So you just start <laughs> crawling around. That It's like elbow, 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 elbow. If you get close to something like a trash can, he'll try to put his hand on the trash can, and he'll you know, fall down. And then it's another 15 minutes before you can limp. And then you start limping. And at a certain point, I, I vacillated between, like, this is unbearable. Maybe if I cared about the story more, I, I'd enjoy this, but no, I don't think I would. Uh, so it, you gradually you gradually get to walk. And then you don't even have a weapon. Then you're just kind of learning stealth, which is okay. Uh, and then out of nowhere, boom. Everything has been totally, totally human, like, bad team versus you. Boom. Fire monster. I think Cordy played this demo. Yeah. I, I watched someone play it or watched a video of the first, like, two hours, because this all sounds Super very familiar. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Just a dude in, like, a... He's in a, He looks like he's wearing a straight jacket, but his arms are free, in, like, a metal mask, and he's... He's on fire, and he can set things on fire. And where he walks, fire happens. And this attack chopper shoots him with, with uh, machine guns and fucking, fucking missiles. And he's totally okay. So fire monster. And then his little sister shows up. I don't know if it's his little sister. <laughs> Flying fire monster. Also in a straight jacket, much looser arms. They're like bigger than her arms, and she can teleport. This other dude walks very slow. I want to start a new segment called Neil's Plays Japanese Games. Because yeah. <laughs> you've been making me laugh. So his name is Icarus or some shit. I, I, his scary, little sister I shows up. Well, I don't know if she's his sister, but... My favorite thing about this whole thing is I've been looking at it, got a 10 out of 10 from IGN. <laughs> and what I've been hearing is I went... I'll get to the actual game later. Once you get into the sandbox, once you get into the open world, really, 
There's a lot of options. It's something I would actually be excited to finish. It's huge. Um, the <laughs> gameplay was pretty smooth. The stealth was awesome. They have they have a uh, a, a day to night cycle, which is very fun. Um, like <laughs> you're sniping so your bits. Sorry, Neil. Go ahead. There's day to night cycle. <laughs> He's over here crying. <laughs> You're making me laugh so hard. His little keeps, sister. He joke. keeps taking his glasses off, wiping his eyes, putting his glasses on just to take them back off and wipe his eyes. I'm trying to get it together, but you made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Fucking Icarus. Uh, all right. It's my favorite thing. All right. But the best part was... One thing I forgot to mention is after I went through probably like 10 minutes of character customization to make this gumpy dude, when Icarus or what's-his-face saved me, I was Solid Snake. I, oh. I, I was I was Big Boss. Like, I don't I don't know what I was doing for 10 minutes. You got to turn into Metal Gear? I didn't... I was Metal Gear. I don't know if it was like I was... They were trying to do like facial surgery to like they were definitely trying to hide me but but I didn't get to be the person I made I don't know if I made someone else or if that was a body double <laughs> or what but the person I created I never saw again it's a big square dimple face doesn't exist yeah. uh, he never existed maybe or I am him I don't know I don't know maybe also, everyone sees Metal you Gear has a horn what? he's got a horn he's Sounds got a little <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Metal Gear. Yeah, he's got this. He's got like a little black like horn on his forehead. Oh, uh, I thought you meant like a. <laughs> oh no no, he's got like a devil horn. <laughs> see. Um. He's a goat. So I had a lot of questions about the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we. This entire you just gotta play the first hour of this game and laugh. You don't. You pee yourself at one point. Um. <laughs> You also, there's a point where, like, they've slaughtered tons of people around you, and you're hiding, and you're, your friend's like, don't move. His name is... Just, just stay still. Icarus' and name is Ishmael. Ishmael, Icarus, I, it's something like that, yeah. Ishmael tells you, like, don't move. And then the first thing you do as a prone person is you, you tilt your head, and you stare right at the people that are three feet away from you and walking towards you to kill you. But they didn't notice it's okay. It just blew my mind. <laughs> um, oh, and then you get out of the hospital and you're running away and the fire people are chasing you and this dude on a horse just picks you up and all of a sudden you're riding on the back of the horse and then a giant flaming whale comes out of the sky. A whale? And a whale, a giant flaming humpback whale, or maybe it was a beluga whale, a great white whale, a really big whale comes out of the sky <laughs> and swallows a tank, a tank. And then you're like, okay, that's as weird as it can get. And then Big Fireman starts chasing you on a flaming Pegasi unicorn. Do Pegasus have horns? No. I mean, Okay, so it's a it's a Pegahorn. It's a flaming Pegahorn. It's a nightmare. It's a unicorn yeah. with wings. And uh, you you outrun him on a regular horse, so it's okay. <laughs> well, you said he walks slow, so his horse yeah. can walk slow, too. I don't know. I just assume if it's on fire, it goes faster. 
Um, so you think you might play more of it though? And then I got into the total game, and it's very it's it's very militaristic, and uh, I saw a lot less uh, fire monsters. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to play just to know what those guys are about. Um, <laughs> they were almost so bad at killing me when they were so great at killing like hordes of the enemies. I kind of think they might be on my side, but I'm not sure. They didn't talk. Huh. Um, got a lot of questions. Um, but yeah, the actual game plays a lot like an old like. You ever play an old like mercenaries game? You remember those? Yeah, I remember playing those. Yeah, um, and what I was saying about the day cycle, and they have a weather cycle, and everything affects combat. Like, at night, you're better at sneaking, but your vision through scopes and down iron sights is blurred. Oh, and nice. The, uh, during the daylight, you're obviously more visible, but your accuracy is better. Um, they have sandstorms and rain, where, like, sandstorms, you can't be detected on radar, but it's also harder for you to see, and you can't call in air stuff. They have uh, rain, where you can... You can run and kind of sprint, um, and since the rain is falling, people won't hear you, um, so you can be more active and stealth. Uh, they have a bunch of stuff you can play with. They have uh, balloons you can attach to pretty much anything, so you I've can slap YouTube a balloon on the back of a truck and start lifting it up. You can have a lot of fun with that. You can make decoys of yourself, and they just pop up like little blowy up, like fat head, uh, Big bosses, almost. You mean Metal Gears? Yeah, excuse me, Metal Gears. Um, <laughs> the I I do want to play it because I feel like the the op the the freedom they give you to really make your own combat scenarios was pretty breathtaking for the after the first hour of story mission. I probably played an hour and a half of the actual game, and I haven't even unlocked all the stuff. Like I didn't have a lot of airdrops. You can call in a helicopter that plays really loud music. <laughs> so everybody's focusing on that while you you go in and kill everybody else. Um, you also have a rocket fist. Um, I don't know. I it really I think it it opened my mind. Um, I'm glad I sat through that first hour. I truly don't think I've ever had a video game experience like it. <laughs> I need to like let you borrow a Final Fantasy game and then have you explain that back to us. Or a Tales game. Yeah. There's a man, he's also a cat. His name is Kyle. <laughs> um, but yeah, give it, a, give it a shot. Let me know if it's as confusing to you as it was to me. I remember being pretty wild. Yeah. But, but uh, All right, Clinton, what did you, what did you uh, play? Uh, so mine is the exact opposite. It very much is. I loaded it up, said new game, and then I was Leonidas fighting off the Persians with the three hundred at the hot gates. And so nice. it was very much just like I have every single skill unlocked, and I'm just going for it. And then you do that for about ten minutes or whatever, and then it switches to you're just a lowly lost soul mm. trying to learn her way in the Played world. Assassin's Creed. Oh, Odyssey. sorry. Did yeah, I not you, even say? No, you did it <laughs> earlier, but just okay. like... Okay, yes, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, so, yeah, you are in ancient Greece. Um, the assassins don't exist yet, I don't know. I haven't seen any. 
Uh, it's like 463 BC or something. Uh, but yeah, it's been very, very interesting. The uh, combat system is pretty much just Assassin's Creed. I think it's a lot harder than it used to be because mm-hmm. in, in uh, like Assassin's Creed 3 or 2, you can take on like hordes of enemies and they'll kind of like group around you and then almost like one at a time try to fight you. Right, like the Batman kind of same style that was in Batman and yeah. all the assassins. But movies, in yeah. this one it's everyone will come at you at once. So it's Oh weird. Yeah, it's a little more difficult in that sense. Uh and there's different like missions. So there's like uh I can never remember what they're called. They're like big battles pretty much i think they're called like conquest missions or something but then you're just kind of put in this like circle of people fighting uh some for the spartans some for the athenians and then you have to whichever side you're on in that particular battle go through and fight the captains and stuff while there's just hordes of people around you that you can't get away from so is it almost like that kind of sounds like um dynasty warriors like that no aspect. no no not like that at all no. oh, okay it's not like just hordes that you're like cutting down or anything gotcha it's like here's a hundred people fighting each other and as you run by some of them will tag on to you and then you'll have four or five people around you that you're fighting that are all of similar strength to you gotcha uh but yeah it's it's a fun game it's got a lot of rpg elements there's uh equipment upgrades and so you can get like better swords and like there's like six or seven different weapons so there's daggers swords spears hammers uh there's gotta be more staffs and something else uh anyways doesn't matter uh but those are all kind of like different they have different attack styles so like the swords are faster the spears are slower but the spears have longer range right uh and then the assassination stuff is a lot of fun still you can sneak through and kill a whole giant castle of people without anyone noticing hide the bodies and stuff right without setting an alarm off or anything the one thing i'm not a huge fan of there are like really strong people that you can't just assassinate you have to like you can get like a super critical hit on them but then they'll still have like half their health and then you have to fight them isn't that similar to um Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor, where there's some orcs you couldn't, yeah. they were like on assassin. Yeah. 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 Uh, and these, it'll tell you if they are mm-hmm. or not before you do it. It shows on their health bar how, mu- how much damage they'll take from a assassination or whatever. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. The story is really good. Um, like I said, you start off as Leonidas just kind of like mowing down uh, Persians at the hot gates. And then. Uh, you go forward in time, like, I don't know, it's 50 years or something, I think. Uh, and then you either pick a male or the female character, uh, and then you play through kind of their story. And I'm guessing that it's the same story, just kind of gender reversed, if you play it the other way. Because, like, uh, you're trying to find your parents mm-hmm. and your brother. Uh, spoilers. Uh, so like part of the story is that like your brother was said by the Oracle that he needed to be thrown off the mountain or whatever. So your dad is going to throw him off the mountain and then you go up and shove the dad and then 
or no, the pre- there's a priest that's going to throw him off. You shove the priest. The priest and the baby fall off. And then the, everyone's like, kill the girl. Because I'm playing the girl character. Right. And so the dad like takes her and throws her off the mountain. Ah. Uh, and so then you're trying to find your dad who threw her off the mountain. And then you're trying to find your mom. And you run into your brother who didn't die, who was raised by this cult. And so then you're trying to track down who all the cult members are and stuff. So nice. The story has been very interesting. It's been fun. And you've um, played a lot. Yeah, I'm 15, I think, maybe just over 15 hours okay. in at this point. Uh, and I'm level, I think I'm like level 15. So, And I think it goes up to like level 50 or something. So I'm not like super far into it. but um, You think you're going to keep playing it? Yes, for sure. Uh, I have questions. Mm-hmm. Um, how different is, is it from past Assassin's games? Because I really liked one. Mm-hmm. I played a bit of two, and I kind of felt it was samey. Um, Courtney tried to get me to play Black Flag, and I attempted to, but I just got really tired of like stalking missions and stuff like yeah. that. So I know there's like a lot more RPG elements. Yeah, so but... there's there's three skill trees that you can be an assassin, a warrior, or a hunter. So okay. you can do the assassination stuff, which is how I've been playing it, how I enjoy playing it. Or you can just kind of go in guns blazing, just fight everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can be like a bow and you can shoot people from afar and stuff. Nice. And you get different skills that like allow you to do more damage for each skill tree and stuff. And you can kind of specialize or you can kind of spread, spread it out. Because uh, it's just unlocked by level. It doesn't unlock by however however many you have in the skill tree. Gotcha. So like, you can have the upper, the highest level warrior skill without having anything else in warrior. Okay. Uh, but... Yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. There's, I mean, it has its issues. Any game that big, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, graphical issues where, like, I'll be climbing a mountain and, like, the lower half of her body will just be inside the mountain. Her shoes sometimes, like, she'll be wearing shoes, but they're, like, up. So, like, the bottom of her feet, her feet are sticking out the bottom of the shoes. <laughs> so, like, you're running and your shoes are just, like, above your feet. <laughs> Things like weird. that. Uh the music in this, like, so, like, anytime you level up, it plays, like, this chime of, like, a chorus, kind of, like, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> the face you made. Uh, you all missing out. Uh, and, like, the, just the music in general is very much sounds like they took it, like, whole cloth. Like, here's the Witcher soundtrack, now it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey gotcha. soundtrack. There's a lot of just, like, the same kind of, like, drums and, like, kind of people yelling at a microphone from like 10 feet away that kind of sounds like witcher gotcha witcher sounds uh but it's been a lot of fun you meet a lot of kind of famous people herodotus who is like the greek historian like if you read greek history you're reading herodotus usually uh he's got two fairly well-known like greek history books uh and he's in the story so you get to interact with him and stuff uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. There's, it's, I mean, it's a standard, uh, Assassin's Creed game. It has kind of the Abstergo stuff, but in my 15 hours, it was only like a four minute kind of cutscene. Gotcha. So there hasn't been a lot of in and out of the animus to kind of walk around to, to sell as Desmond. Right. I was thinking about like re-entering Assassin's Creed maybe mm-hmm. with these because I've heard there was like the, the formula was shook up a little bit mm-hmm. starting with yeah, the origins and even more yeah, with this it's so. definitely different and there's like if you get a weapon that you really like you can keep upgrading it mm-hmm. so that like if you out level it you can level it up and it'll stay kind of nice 
in the power band of where you should be. So it's been interesting. There's like engraving that you can upgrade your different things with and like different tiers of loot. So like there's epic and legendary and stuff. And so like the higher tier it is, the more engraving slots it has. Oh, nice. But yeah, it's got the ship combat and all of that stuff, which I don't particularly enjoy. Right, which was the big thing from Black Flag that people mm-hmm. really liked. Yeah. And I was I, gonna say, man, that's how you messed up on Black Flag, man. Just stay on the ship. I loved it. I hated the combat. The ship I combat. didn't even make it to a ship because I had to stalk a guy. Oh, yeah, power. there hasn't been any following missions. I yeah, haven't done a single like, following those mission. Those are the worst. Yeah, so. there hasn't been any of that. Uh... I don't know, I'm trying to think of other things that are kind of different, but I don't know. It's been fun. It's got its issues and things. There's, I get frustrated because like you'll be fighting someone or you'll kill someone important, and then it's like all of a sudden you have a bounty. So a bounty hunter shows up, and then you kill that bounty hunter, so you get a bigger bounty. So another bounty hunter shows up with two other bounty hunters, and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to just do here? I can't right. fight fifteen people that are all so you're six levels to run above and hide. me. Yeah. yeah. So. I was having getting frustrated with that. Like I want to fight people, but there's too Make many of them run. around. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Well, it th- sounds like all of us would continue to at least attempt to play our games. Probably mm-hmm. me the least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's like, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep playing it because it's been a lot of fun. The nice. story is interesting. So that's a game I was thinking about getting Courtney for like Christmas or something. Yeah. Because she likes that kind of stuff. She hasn't played an Assassin's because she kind of felt that if the Assassin's Creed fatigue also. Yeah. But I've heard so that this has so much different stuff in it. That's pretty cool. So. All right. Well, that's our show today. Um, uh, before we go. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so I have raised over $200 for Extra Life. So if you haven't donated, shame on you. If you have, thank you very much. You're amazing. I'm not going to donate till I see the product. That's fine. <laughs> Don't discourage people from fucking donating Danny dumbass I know sorry I've donated 100 of the dollars nice job Dan thank (laughs) you thanks I expect a hundred (laughs) dollar donation on August 17th so (laughs) Uh, uh, but yeah donate to Extra Life we're raising money for uh, Children's Miracle Network uh, Sparrow Hospital in particular Uh, but yeah it's a good good uh, good program and you should give me your money to give to them yeah, <laughs> playing D and D for twenty four hours yeah. with breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other game breaks. Cool. Yeah. Um, anything else before we go, Neil? Any last words to say from Metal Gear himself? No. I pe- I peed myself in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he muted? Like, I what is it too? <laughs> it took, it took a second. I didn't talk. I didn't get to say anything. I was I was a silent. I was a silent crawler here. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Clinton, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. We'll see you guys next week. Last episode in this apartment. Yeah. Wow. All right. See you guys then. <laughs>